Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. Welcome into the OBR Film Breakdown, your game day edition, brought to you by TickPick, T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K.com, your place to go for the no-fee ticket site using the promo code BREAKDOWN, that is the promo code BREAKDOWN, TickPick.com slash BREAKDOWN, take advantage of $10 off your first order, even if you're getting tickets right before the game today, you can take advantage of that offer, or if you're waiting until next week, TickPick.com slash BREAKDOWN. So, we're talking about the game day edition here, we're talking about Browns. We are talking about Texans. We are talking about the Browns' first home game in what seems like forever, right? We haven't had a full packed house for a Browns game in, you know, a long time since the bad taste of 2019 uh, that, that, that that season obviously left in our mouth. So we, uh, we are excited. There are people camped out at the Muni lot night before, which is just flat out awesome. Everyone's pumped. Everyone's excited. Looks like a great day of weather. Going to be a sunny day. I'm looking at this thing, the high of about 76, 77 by kickoff. Might creep toward 80, but that's it. So, should be perfect weather. One o'clock kick. You can find it on CBS, wherever you get your television set up from. On the call will be Greg Gumble, Adam Archuleta, AJ Ross. This is a familiar pairing for us. We've seen them in Cleveland many, many times. Uh, as far as the most recent games go, uh, Cleveland obviously won last year's matchup, a close game. I think it ended up being a 10-7 final score. Games before that, 2018, Baker and company went to Houston, lost 29-13, and in 2017, traveled there uh, in the midst of a terrible, terrible season. 0-16, 33-17 loss in Houston. So, we'll hope for a repeat of what we saw last year. The bet, the betting odds have, have moved a bit. It started at 12.5. I've seen some move up to as much as 13.5 now. That's a big line for a team that has an 0-1 record against a team that's 1-0. Now, again, you're looking at this thing. you got to understand the Browns played a really good opponent. The, the On the flip side, the Texans played probably the team that will be the worst team in the NFL this year. So, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt there, but that's a big number. In the NFL, two touchdowns essentially is a huge, huge betting number. So we'll see how that shakes out. Should be interesting to see how many bets sway it, but it looks like a lot of the money, even with that high number, still coming in on Cleveland. Uh, the over-under is about, I think, 48 is the most recent I have seen it. So 48 total points should be, you know, it should be right around there. I'm not feeling great one way or the other on that. Again, I'm not the I'm not the gambling guru here, but that is uh, the 48 number, I think, is a pretty sweet spot for this game to be sitting at. People that have been ruled out uh, on the Brown side, we know Odell, we know uh, Chris Hubbard has been ruled out. There's not been anybody notable ruled out for the Texans. Camu Gregor-Hill is a guy who might play the linebacker. We'll see. For the Browns are waiting to get official word on Anthony Schwartz with the questionable lower body injury. J.C. Treader expected to play. And then left tackle, it's either Jed Wills is going to go, and we'll see in pregame, or it's going to be Blake Hance. Not totally sure what direction they're going to go. But everything we've gathered at the OBR is Blake Hance is, is uh, the next man up there. So again, looking at pro football focus data, the Browns are the only team in the top 16, I think the 17 teams to go Without a win, let me go back and check this here. I want to make sure I'm telling you the right thing, just to give you perspective on how well the Browns played but didn't win. So they grade, you know, they grade offense, defense, pass block, receiving, all of it, even special teams, and they give you a cumulative grade. The Browns had the sixth best grade in the league. 
teams after them from down to 15 all won their first game. San Francisco was the lowest-graded winning team. Actually, strike that. Take that back. This is the point. The Texans were the lowest-graded winning team at 68.6. That was 18th best in the league last week. So, uh, actually, we could even go lower. Kansas City graded uh, graded lower than that, 64.3 collectively as a team. But anyway, the, the point that remains, the Browns graded well. They're 0-1. Houston didn't grade well. They're 1-0. So some of that stuff obviously comes into play when you're looking at this thing. The Browns are are going to need to play well to win this game. I still believe that. They cannot just show up and play their C game and and win. they gotta, they got to make sure to take care of business. There are guys uh, that are matchup concerns, right? Farrell Brown has come on nicely. He had an 82.8 grade the first week. Ended up going with four catches on five targets, 67 yards. He has turned himself into a pretty nice tight end. He's a dangerous threat. They have four running backs, all sort of replacement level, but guys who can make plays. Mark Ingram was the bell cow first week, 26 carries, 85 yards, a touchdown. Uh, Philip Lindsay uh, and, and and David Johnson will also get touches. Tyrod had a really nice game by his standards, 21 of 33, 291, two touchdowns. His over-under number for this game, as far as betting odds go, 225. I'd like to think it's under. His rushing yards, and then the last game he ran four times for 40 yards, is only 25. So if you're a gambling person, you want to take the over on his rushing yard total, which is 25.5. I think that's pretty wise to do. Other quarterback numbers, I think Baker's 265.5. Could see him going over that. I do really like his 1.5 touchdown over-under mark. I think Baker gets himself a couple, maybe three touchdown passes in this game. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Other guys in the receiving marks, Brandon Cooks, their highest, one of the highest graded players on the uh, Texans offense in the first game. He was an effective pass catcher, as he's always been, underrated. Seven targets, five catches, a buck 32, no touchdowns. But again, they're lone downfield threat, so they will try to push the football downfield to him. Danny Amendola, again, still playing in the league, believe it or not. Five catches, 34 yards. He did have a touchdown. Chris Conley is their other outside receiver, a couple catches for 27. David Johnson, three for 18. So keeping Farrell Brown locked up, keeping Brandon Cooks from making a big pop play down the field, I think those are going to be really important aspects. And just playing solid football. I don't think you have a ton to fear, but if you go through the motions, sleepwalk this game, they can hang around, they can play, and they can create turnovers. On the defensive side of the football, look, I think the Texans are, again, holes in the secondary. They're not incredibly gifted as far as player to player, but they're going to, you know, for the most part, be where they're supposed to be. So, you know, looking at names that are going to pop out, Christian Kirksey, former Brown, 82.9 grade last week, covered well, 80.1. Two people, Charles Aminahu, um is one of their edge rushers uh, for their 4-3 base, Ross Blacklock, each had three pressures apiece. They pressured the quarterback like crazy, though. Malik Collins, the defensive end, he had four pressures, four hurries. 
Amenahue Black, like, like I mentioned, Jacob Martin, Demarcus Walker each had two, and then uh, Roy Lopez, Jordan Jenkins, Whitney Merciless, 17 total pressures, one sack, three hit, uh, 13 hurries. So they got after it, and they created three turnovers, like we said. Interceptions uh, were not a problem in this game. They had three interceptions. Justin Reed, the safety we all know, Kirksey had one, and then Vernon Hargraves, one of their depth uh, secondary players, also had one. And those guys, Kirksey and Hargraves, also had two pass breakups as well. So as you know, this is this is a game that is going to be personal for a lot of people. Eric Murray, Kirksey, Justin McRae, Tyrod Taylor, among many, many others. Farrell Brown, there are guys that have, have been in the Cleveland Browns organization and would love nothing more. Terrence Mitchell, again, one of their starting corners, would love nothing more than to go to Cleveland and get a victory and rub it in Cleveland's face on the opening day uh, of 2021 in, in you know First Energy Stadium. We'll see if the name remains First Energy Stadium. Got a little caught myself after yesterday's pod. But yeah, this is personal for them. This is a game that I, it will be really interesting for me to see how the Browns' leadership shows up, handles themselves. There's no doubt. Again, I've not really been trying to portray to you that the Texans are better than what they are. I think they got a bunch of guys who are just sort of misfits gathered together. But sometimes that misfit mindset, that nobody believes in us stuff, is what rallies people together. And they can play above their means. And I think that is, an, again, in the realm of possibility. And if you don't take them seriously, you look up and all of a sudden it's a 14-13 game in the third quarter. And you're like, we're in a dogfight. And you don't want that because then the pressure starts to mount in the home stadium. People start feeling it. You need to play from out in front early. Find some big plays. There are places, Eric Murray, Vernon Hargraves, Terrence Mitchell, that you can take shots downfield to loosen the secondary up and really make impact plays. You need to get it out early, 14-0, 14-3, something like that, and impose your will. Then you can close the game out doing what you like to do, making Tyrod Taylor have to throw the football downfield in predictable pass situations. That is the formula. You have to get out in front early in this one. I just don't want the Texans hanging around. Again, I think the Browns can win playing their B-minus to A-plus game. I don't think you can dip into a C-level game and just think that they're automatically going to win. But I, I, and I really haven't been trying to build the Texans up too much this week, but I always call it appropriate fear. You have to respect people. You're not afraid of them, but you have appropriate fear about what another team could do to you on any given Sunday. And I think if you show up expecting it's just going to happen, it's not going to happen. The Texans are 1-0. They've got a lot of confidence. they got the nobody believes in us narrative that I think is so huge in the NFL, really in any sports, but the NFL especially, it's really, really, really big. So you hope that they have let go of the Chiefs game. They come in ready to play. It's going to be a beautiful game. It's going to be a packed, packed house. I'm really pumped for Browns fans to get back in and watch this game. We cannot wait to break it down for you on the Twitch show. We'll be on from 12 to 1 for our pregame and immediately following the game as well. And then this 1 o'clock game gives me more time to get some content up for you at night. So I'm pumped about that. Again, join us on the Twitch show. We're excited about it. We should uh, we should have a solid pregame and postgame effort with Hopefully a good amount of viewers. Bring your questions. Bring your excitement. We'll be there ready to go. Enjoy this version of the Cleveland Browns. This does not come every year. They have a really good football team. We're going to be pretty pumped to break it down for you and cover all aspects of it at the OBR. Have a great Sunday. And as usual, loudly, go Browns. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.